great disturbance in the force. Do you remember that white dress I wore all through the first film? I mean, unless you didn't see Star Wars, in which case, why are you here? <laughs> so they put the dress on me the first day. They bring me to George, takes one look at me, and he says, you can't wear a bra underneath that dress. So I say, why? He says, because there's no underwear in space. <laughs> I swear to God. I promise you that he said this. And the man said it with such conviction, too, you know. Like he'd actually been to space, looked around, didn't see any bras or panties or briefs. Three, two, one. And here we go, 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 go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Not Another Nerdy Podcast, episode number three. My name is Tom Van Zant. I am your host, and with me, as always, are my magical and metal co-hosts, Mr. D-Rock, Derek Mitris. What up? Here comes the money! Oh, yeah. And the man who brings the money... Mr. J Money. Derek Tom. 2017. I knew you'd come. What's going on, boys? Sad, sad days here. It is a sad, sad day, but we are going to do our little tribute to the late, great Carrie Fisher. But before we do, we need to talk. Episode 2 dropped last week. Toys of Christmas Past. What'd you guys think? I loved, loved it, it, even if I don't remember it. <laughs> yeah, I, a few comments uh, about your drinking habits on that particular episode, Money. It wasn't as bad as I thought, but, you know. Hey, as long as you're enjoying yourself. and as Just long as- uh, wait till we record the show on St. Patrick's Day Parade Day. Oh, boy. Uh, I'll be recording from uh, Jay Money's house that night. Yeah, that'll be good. Uh, we we might have to do it in the same room. I might have to be there as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> might have to take the day off, the, uh, the next day off. <laughs> We might have to have someone podcast as the corpse of Jay Money. <laughs> no, no. We've had enough death recently. No more deaths. So Good. All right. Well, Money. Yo. You know what I'm going to ask you for, right? Sure am. I need a little social media presence so all the not heads, and yes, we are now referring to them as not heads because not fans sounds obnoxious. They're not fans. Who the hell are we? We don't. We have, are nobody. We don't have fans, so no. our listeners are not heads. So the not heads out there want to know how and where they can find all things not another nerdy podcast. Follow us on Twitter at not podcast one, Instagram at not podcast one, Snapchat not podcast one, and Facebook.com backslash not podcast one. We are universal. You are so money, and you don't even know. Yes, you know it. Thank you, money. Appreciate it. Anytime. That. You demand. So before we get into our 2000s, oh, by the way, Happy New Year, everyone. It is now 2017 officially. 2016, suck my balls. You were an awful year for many reasons. And we'll get into some of those reasons when we do our best of worst of list. 
But before we do that, we have to acknowledge the fact that, unfortunately, last week we lost an icon. I mean, the only way to describe her is an icon, a legend. And, of course, that was Carrie Fisher, best known for her role in the Star Wars movies as Princess and General Leia Organa. And it really hit me hard. Uh, It affected me a great deal, more than I expected it to. When she had the heart attack the previous week, uh, was it that previous Friday or Thursday, she had a heart attack on a plane coming back from London. And it didn't look good, but then, you know, they had said that she was in stable condition, so we all had hopes that she was going to pull through. And then, unfortunately, last Tuesday... I believe it was the 27th, she passed away. So we lost our princess. It was a sad day indeed for the rebellion and for everyone. Mm -hmm. I think while we're discussing Carrie Fisher, Princess Leia, it's only appropriate that I play Leia's theme in the background. So I'm going to do that and then give you guys an opportunity to pay tribute and homage to the late, great Carrie Fisher. Once you say a few words, let us know what she meant to you and how you feel. Derek? Well, yeah. I mean, Princess Leia was one of the first, you know, female superheroes pretty much that I could remember growing up. Return of the Jedi was probably the first movie I can remember going to see in the movie theater, you know, where she was Slave Leia and Leia Bush and a lot of other cool outfits that she wore over the Star Wars timelines. But yeah, she was amazing in uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Just a really, really uh, shocked and very sad day uh, for the nerd universe. Indeed. How about you, Money? You're a little older than Derek, so you... Oh, yeah, it's absolutely awful, Tom. I just uh, couldn't believe it. I mean, only 60 years old? Ugh. That's the most striking thing. She's only... She's literally 16 years older than me. So that is yeah. really... That's fucking scary. It was just horrible. Unfortunately, we saw it coming, I think. Yeah. You know, she lived a hard life. Yeah, she definitely battled some demons. So. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just, it's it's absolutely awful. One movie that you guys will get a kick out of that I really remember her from was the uh, remake of Sorority Row. <laughs> That's a J-Money classic. Because yeah. <laughs> that is a J-Money genre. So, uh, I don't know, you probably didn't see that. But she was in the remake of Sorority Row from the 90s, and I really liked her in that. She was in one of the Scream movies. Do you remember that? Yeah. Okay, I liked her in that. She was in one of the Austin Powers movies as well. She had cameos in a lot of movies. She was yeah, yeah. She had a great role in the Blues Brothers, the original Blues Brothers. She had yep. she was mm-hmm. I think she was Tom Hanks' wife in The Burbs. If you remember The Burbs, yeah, a lot of those movies I felt afterwards she was just playing Carrie Fisher, mm-hmm. like in Scream and Austin Powers and stuff like that. But Princess Leia will always just hold a special place in my heart. She was my first crush, man. She was. The, I remember seeing the original Star Wars 1977 in the drive-in. I've recounted the moment where Vader comes through the hole, and Joey from So Wizard made many jokes about that. But, oh, yep. But one of the most iconic scenes is after Vader enters that hole and <laughs> comes on to Tantive Four. He confronts Princess Leia, and she comes right back at him. Darth Vader, only you could be so bold. The Imperial Senate will not still be. When they hear you've attacked a diplomat... Don't act so surprised, Your Highness. You weren't on any mercy mission this time. Several transmissions were beamed to the ship by rebel spies. I want to know what happened to the plans they sent you. I don't know what you're talking about. 
I'm a member of the Imperial Senate on a diplomatic mission to Alderaan. And shows you that she's no damsel in distress, man. This chick's got gravitas. She's, she's gonna, badass. She is pretty badass. She's not easily scared, not even by her own father. Well, she didn't know it was her father at that point, but... It was pretty awesome. She was great in that movie. And she really gave me, as, as a young boy, she gave me like a strong female figure to look up to, which in Hollywood, that doesn't happen a lot. You know, right, female right. leads aren't usually in that archetype. So it was amazing that George Lucas created that character and wrote her in that way. And she executed it perfectly. I mean, I can't imagine. Can you imagine anyone else playing that role? I can't. Jodie nope. Foster? What? No. No. Ugh. She no, was, I hate Jodie Foster. Yeah, me too. Carrie Fisher was literally born to play Princess Leia. And I know everyone's like, oh, she did so much more than that. She was an author and this and that. And yes, and all that is good. And it should all be remembered as well. But let's face it. We're nerds. This is a nerdy podcast. And we're going to focus on the fact that she was one of the most iconic science fiction characters of all time. And I don't know anybody who didn't have a crush on Princess Leia at some point in their life. Or any girl who didn't want to be Princess Leia and look up to Princess Leia growing up. My own daughter loves Princess Leia, and I think it's great. And it's sad, man. It's really sad. And I listened to So Wizard's tribute to Carrie Fisher that they dropped last week, and it was really well done. And Joey had recounted when we went to Toronto Fan Expo, and we actually had the chance to meet her, which was a lifelong dream of mine, and... It was great. You know, we waited in the long line, and it was totally worth it. We got up to her. And, you know, she was, you know, Carrie Fisher after her battles and her demons, and she didn't look at her peak health, but she was there and chugging along and doing her thing and signing autographs. And I'll tell you, I never realized how fucking funny she was. She was really funny. Joey told her that he had named his daughter after her. You know, uh, Janine's middle name is Leia. So he had mentioned to her, I named my daughter after you. And she said, oh, really? You named her Carrie? (laughs) And he's like, no, I I named her Leia after you. And she said, yeah, no one ever names their kid Carrie. (laughs) He didn't name her after the Europe song? No, no. So... And, uh, you know, it was funny. She she got it. I mean, she understands. It's an iconic Star Wars character. Of course, people are going to name their kids after the character and not the actress playing the character. <laughs> but it was funny. You know, we had a good laugh. And then I went up to her and I had to tell her. I had to tell her. And I'm sure millions of people have told her. But I had to tell her that she was my first crush. And she said, well, I really hope your life has improved since then. <laughs> And it was hilarious. I mean, she was really genuinely funny. And she was charming. Like, I'm sure she heard that from a million different people. And she could have just been like, oh, yeah, ha, ha, ha. And laughed it off and just, or, you know, fed my ego and be like, oh, great, you know, blah, blah, blah. But she was genuine about it and gave me a realistic, funny answer. So I really... She sounded like she spent a lot of time with you guys, too. Yeah, she did. She was really cool. And then, you know... Expanding on that story a little bit, um, and Derek, you were there with us, but you didn't go to the signing, but I think you were in the lobby with us when this happened. We were in the lobby hanging out, and she came out of the convention hall, first of all, by herself. She didn't have a handler or any security with her, which I found very odd, because typically, especially a celebrity of her caliber, at those shows, they are surrounded with people. Mm-hmm. But did she, she w- Did she have her dog? 
No, she didn't have Gary with her, but she okay. she was carrying around a big black bag, like a big purse, and she was kind of hobbling around, and she went to the vending machines to get a snack, I'm, I'm assuming, and so she was in the lobby doing that, and we're watching her, and I had to tell you, it was almost sad. I felt, I felt sad. Like, this is Princess Leia. This is a huge star. And all these other people in the lobby were completely ignoring her. Like, nobody acknowledged that she was there. And I'm sure she was happy about that because she probably didn't want to be bothered. She probably just wanted to get her snack and go back into the room. But it was kind of sad because she sat there eating her snack and she was by herself. And I remember thinking, that's one of the saddest things I've ever seen. Like, I almost wanted to go over to her, but I didn't want to bother her. What year was this, Tom? Oh, boy. When was that Fan Expo, Derek? 2006 or seven. Really? Or was it, is it, was it later than that, like eight or nine? I'll be honest. I don't know. I'd have to Google it to be sure. It was, it was before my daughter was born, so that was before 2010. So Yeah. I think so it, was, it was kind of when Star Wars was not really cool at all. No, not at all, but still. I mean, yeah. regardless. No, no, because it, it was right after Episode 3 came out. And that's kind of when Star Wars was not cool anymore. <laughs> Right. Yeah, the prequels Not at the time. The prequels kind of made Star Wars uncool for a while. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow, a couple of years ago when Grace was little, I actually dressed her up as Princess Leia at New York Comic Con. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I thought you dressed her up as Yoda. No, I wanted to. Do or do not. There is no try. I oh. wanted to dress her up as Yoda and me walk around as Bestman Luke. Yeah. Um or Dagobah Luke, sorry, with a giant wig on, but never uh Came to fruition. Well, technically, he was also Bespin Luke because that's the same outfit he was wearing when he got to Bespin. True, true, but he didn't have he didn't have sleeves on in uh, in Dagobah, and he also didn't have Yoda with him in Be- in Bespin. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, so you were going sleeveless? You wanted to show off the guns? Well, yeah, because most of my my clothes I can't fit my arms into anyway. So. Listen to this fucking guy, Hulk Hogan over here, <laughs> the fucking pythons. Hulk Hogan, more like <laughs> Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> What's your favorite moment, Tom? Oh, for Star Wars, for Princess Leia? Yeah. You know, it's kind of anticlimactic because you'd think it'd be one of the action scenes where she, like, took charge or or one of the scenes with Han Solo where she's bantering and flirting. But my favorite Leia scene is in Return of the Jedi when she's talking to Luke after he comes to her and tells her about their father and she realizes she's his sister and i just think that's a really awesome underscored moment in all of the star wars trilogy i think it's a really poignant and important moment and it doesn't get a lot of play or consideration as one of the best moments and i feel it is and i think it's one of her best moments as an actress for that character and her interaction with luke luke tell me what's troubling you Vader is here. Now, on this moon, I have to face him. Why? He's my father. Your father? There's more. It won't be easy for you to hear it, but you must. If I don't make it back, you're the only hope for the Alliance. Luke, don't talk that way. You have a power I I don't understand and could never have. You're wrong, Leia. You have that power, too. In time, you'll learn to use it as I have. The Force is strong in my family. My father has it. I have it. 
My sister has it. That's an awesome scene and an awesome moment for Leia's character and Luke's character. And that was when her hair was super long. She yeah, she great. had it braided. Yeah, yeah, she, she looked, looked really great. beautiful. Yeah, she looked beautiful there. All glammed up. Yep, everybody's like, oh, Slave Leia, Slave Leia. Nah, I think she looked more beautiful. Like, I loved her at the end of New Hope in the ceremony scene at the end. Mm -hmm. That long white dress with the big belt and uh, the mm -hmm. necklace that she... And she was beautiful in that scene with her hair up. And I thought she was beautiful in Return of the Jedi when she was at the Ewok village with her hair in the braids and that raggedy dress she was wearing. I don't know, she was just beautiful to me. She really was. Not to be crude, but she's probably the first chick I ever spanked it to. Oh, no. <laughs> should I'm I not? trying to make a snack here. Now I don't want to eat what I'm making. Should I, should I not have gone there? Was Is it too soon? I knew <sighs> you'd come. Oh. <laughs> Awful. But in so, all honesty, you know, no disrespect intended. I, I thought she was beautiful. I thought she was a true natural beauty. I thought she was a wonderful actress and obviously a wonderful character. And I'm going to miss her, you know. Oh, yeah. And I do. I feel sad for her towards her later years in life the w the way things went for her and that image of her in the lobby alone eating alone eating a snack alone sits with me and it, to this day it bothers me i saw this other leia figurine recently at um, you know one of those those comic book conventions right which yes i go to when i'm lonely i hope she found some happiness and feel really sad for her daughter billy who you know we all know from scream queens she's chanel number three the uh, oh yeah earmuff wearing chanel i feel sad for her she lost not only her mom but then you know the next day debbie reynolds her grandmother died as well so that's pretty terrible did you uh realize that she did a bunch of video game voiceovers carrie no. fisher yeah i had heard that but i w i wasn't familiar with which games uh dishonored Came out maybe four or five years ago. I'm sure Derek remembers it. Oh, the first one? Yeah. Yeah. And she, uh, you remember Super Return of the Jedi for uh, Super uh, NES? Of course. Uh -huh. She did the voice in that for herself. That's amazing. I have that. I have that in my basement. Do you? I have that and Super Star Wars for Super yeah. NES. Yeah, it, did, it didn't say she did the voice in that one, but uh, she did the voice in uh, Super Return of the Jedi. That's really awesome. cool. So she was technically Leia after Return of the Jedi before Force Awakens. She was Leia again. She played Leia yes. again. Yes, yeah. I did not know that. That's some cool trivia there, Money. And she voiced herself in the uh, Lego Force Awakens game? That I did know. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, that I did know. Uh, did you play that, Tom? I did. I love those Lego games. Come on, Money. I, <laughs> I love those Lego games. One of my we favorite. We love those Legos. <laughs> no, I certainly do. One of my favorite Leia moments was at the end of Empire after Han Solo got frozen. Mm -hmm. And she just kind of took over. Remember when she like was yelling at uh, Lando? Oh, yeah, to go rescue Han, yeah. Yeah, that was great. That was great. That was a good Leia moment. There were a lot of really great Leia moments. That's the cool thing about that character. She didn't have, like, one really awesome scene. She had a multitude of awesome scenes. She was really an integral, like, that triumvirate of characters, Luke, Han, and Leia. They're intricately entwined. I mean, you can't have any of those movies without any one of those characters. I mean, she's equally important. I know mm -hmm. Luke and Han are, like, everybody's favorites, but honestly, Leia's right there. I mean, you, she was amazing. Yeah, it's like the three of us time. I mean, you got me and money, and then, you know, the female, which is you. So. That's right. That's right, the strong female lead. Yeah. I'll carry that torch. In honor, My favorite uh, in honor of Carrie Fisher. probably uh, speeder bikes in Return of the Jedi. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was a great moment, too. Yeah. So. And then when she met Wicket. <laughs> nope, yeah, nope. and they were sharing uh, Teddy Graham's uh, graham crackers together. 
Now I feel bad that all those uh, Star Wars Black Series Slave Leia's were just uh, hanging out in the peg as peg warmers over the last uh, year or so, and no one bought them. Yeah. Last last Slave Leia toy too, because Disney's mm-hmm. put the kibosh on that, which is yep, odd. discontinued. Yeah, which is weird because and Carrie Fisher herself said she didn't want that. She she didn't think that was necessary. And if they have to uh, reference her, they call it Prisoner Leia now. What the hell was that? That was the timer. Timer for what? You said you wanted to time us to talk about Princess Leia. So. Oh, you nerd. You set the <laughs> kitchen timer? Yeah. There's a timer right on the Skype screen. You goof. I just sent a message to the group chat, too. All right. Well, we'll wrap it up. Thank you for that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, in closing, rest in peace, Princess. You will be missed. And we will always have your movies to remember you by. And my daughter will grow up idolizing you, even though you have passed. You will still be someone that both my daughters look up to in their lives. I'll make sure of that. So, I have Jedi on right now, too, with the uh, part when she grabs the gun and just starts shooting everyone on the on the speeder, the skiff. That was awesome. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. when she's helping Luke yep. and Han escape. Yeah. Just starts blasting guys left and right. <laughs> okay, yeah. Fuck that uh, weak way guy. <laughs> and and Nikto. And, yep. And Klaatu. Mm-hmm. And Barada. That stupid Rancor Keeper guy. Rancor Keeper. Oh, he cried when his Rancor died. Yeah, like, how does how does that guy make it like onto the sail barge? He didn't. Like, he has the most useless job in all of Star Wars. He and did. He, and he, he gets to hang on. out in the sail barge. That's like a celebration boat. I don't think he was on it. I don't think he was yeah. on it either. Ah, uh, yeah, he was. was he? I'll have to go back and watch. I'm watching it right now. I'll see if I see him. Yeah, he's on there. Well... Malik, Malik? Was his name Malik or Malik? Who? The Rancor Keeper. Oh, I don't know. He was probably one of the peg warmers back in the 80s. Yeah, his figure was not popular, you're saying? <laughs> no, not at all. He was one figure that I used as a wiffle ball. Uh-huh. Him yeah. and the original Jabba the Hutt toy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I remember hitting him and his little le- arms falling into the bushes, and I just left him there. <laughs> nice. Hey, I, had, I had two Rancor Keepers. Tom had two Teradrums. That's right. Yes, indeed. All right, well, anything else you guys want to say about Carrie Fisher before we wrap this up and get on with our best of war stuff? No, just rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Rock on in the Force. She is one with the Force. It's cliche, but it's true. Mm-hmm. May the Force be with you, Carrie Fisher. May the Force be with you. All right, well, uh, now that we're all bummed out and depressed... <laughs> Let's switch gears and talk about 2016. Real quick, Tom, went to see Rogue One again last night. Oh, cool. And immediately when I got home, I put a new hope on and it was amazing. Really? It was it just made a new hope five times better. Really? Yeah, you you got to do it when the Blu-ray comes out or go see it in the theater again. Oh, I will, but Yeah. I thought it would have been kind of fun if they re-released a new hope for a short period of time and played the movies back to back like that. That'd that would have be cool. been cool. Yeah. Would have been good a great, luck, great good way. Luck trying to find the time to go to see that, though, you know. Yeah, that's true. Would have been a great way for Disney to make even more money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ching That's the money noise right there. Did it bother you though that Rogue One ended with Vader wiling out like that, and then he he says that line about several transmissions were beamed to this ship? No, no, no. Because I think the thing got sent in multiple files. No, you know I, mean? I know, but it didn't get beamed to the Tantive Four. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like Vader yeah. watched them take the hard copy and board the ship with it. So yeah. it kind of negates that line of dialogue. Several transmissions were beamed to the ship by rebel spies. 
And one thing I thought was funny that I talked about after seeing Rogue One again was, you know how we talked about when Jin took it, it was like the size of a hard drive? Yes. Every time they transferred it, the thing got smaller and smaller. Right. If you noticed that. <laughs> I did. Yeah. So that was pretty funny. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on. What are we going to talk about? 2016. What's to talk about? That shitty ass year. Thank God it's passed. It really wasn't a very good uh, year for movies. Or anything for that matter. I mean, all yeah, the, like the freaking celebrity deaths. Like, and what? It was ridiculous that year. That year was out of control. It was so, a good year for me. Well, there you go. I got Not my first me. house. Oh, that's true. Congratulations to you. Yeah, which you still haven't come over and see. Well, I will someday, probably after I buy a car from you. I'll drive the car you sold me over to your new house. And All right, So in 2021, I can expect a visit at my house from time. That's right. I don't know. I lost, I lost my bopsy this year. So. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, Jay Money. Which, that's uh, my Ukrainian grandmother. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that was my last grandparent alive, too. So. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, now Carrie Fisher. Sorry. So. Sorry to hear that. That's okay. There were some good things this year, we'll, which we'll this get into. This past year, yeah. Mm-hmm. Derek, if you have like a Super Bowl party for when the Patriots are in the Super Bowl, I'll come to your house. Well, I'm having the Royal Rumble party in uh, less than four weeks, so you can go over that. Well, yeah, but I don't give two shits about wrestling, so what's that doing for me? Well, Jay Money will be here making strawberry margaritas for you. All right, I'll come over. Fresh strawberries, Tom. Yep. And, and little umbrellas. I we'll might. save the pink ones for you. I might have to put up with wrestling for that. I knew you'd come. Okay, so let's go uh, around the r- around the room here. We're gonna we're gonna do three categories. We're gonna do movies. We're gonna do TV, and we're gonna do favorite toy or collectible. So we're gonna do top three, and then we're gonna do one worst, the worst of for each category. And we'll start with Jay Money because everyone loves money. Show me the money. So money. Movies first? Let's do movies. Category first. First category is movies. In 2016, list off your top three movies. Then we'll go around and do the worst. Number three, Doctor Strange. Number two, Civil War. Number one, Rogue One. Wow. Wow. wow, I just want to, I watched Empire earlier today. And do you remember the Snowspeeder was named Rogue Two? I did. Yep, I remember that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't even catch that until I watched it again today. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Nice nod. So that's my top three. All right. Fair enough. How about you, Derek Mitris? Uh, number three, I'm going to go with Deadpool. Number two, Rogue One. And number one, Civil War. All right. Uh-huh. Deadpool made your top three. Yeah. Over yeah. Doctor Strange. Yep. Yeah, I like Deadpool uh, a lot more than Doctor Strange, actually. Very interesting. Very Deadpool interesting. was my number four. Yeah, I'd probably say Doctor Strange number four. Well, my top three are as follows. Number three, Doctor Strange. Number two, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. And the number one movie of 2016 was, indeed, Captain America Civil War. No one denies this. Nope. Uh, and honorable mention, I'll give some love to Deadpool as well. I'll give some love to X-Men Apocalypse, too. I really enjoyed that movie as well. I'm Still haven't some... watched it from start to finish yet. No. I'm going to give some love to The Purge Electioneer. I never saw that. Was that actually worth watching? I love all those Purge movies. Huh. <laughs> so They're my new Saw. Every year or so, one comes out, and I, I love them. Mm. Oh, it's definitely better than Saw. Fair enough. All right, so those are our top three for best of. Now we go around, and I think we're all going to agree on worst of, but let's see. Jay Money, what's your worst movie 
from 2016. Oh, you're, you're just going to surprise you guys because you probably didn't even think I saw this. But my absolute worst movie of the year, The Fifth Wave. What a pile of crap. You watched that? <laughs> yeah, I rented it. Wow. I didn't know what it was. You thought it was going to be like Hunger Games? No, I didn't think it was like that at all. I didn't have any idea what it was. I knew that you know the chick was in it, and that was all I knew. Chloe Moritz. Yeah, that hit girl. Yeah. So uh, what, you know, what was it? Then, a, give me a. Uh, I, I don't know anything about it. Give me a quick synopsis. What well, was it? It was. It started off as a cool sci-fi movie where this, you know, there was waves that said that these enemies came down and they started taking over, you know, like the the planet. But about forty-five minutes into it, it turned into a tween romance movie. Oh boy. And turned, I'm like, are you kidding tw- me? Turned into Twilight? Yes, that's what it turned into. And I, so then I went on Wikipedia and I'm like, oh, it's from a tween novel series? I didn't even know. So that came as a shock to me. And I, I don't even think I finished it. It was just a pile of crap. Were you drinking? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, that didn't help though, huh? No, not at all. I've seen, I've seen it on cable again, like in passing, and it's just, it's just awful. Hot garbage? No, not even hot. Is it a mistake and nothing but trash? Yeah, unfortunately, it made a lot of money, so I think they're going to make another one. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. How about you, Derek Mitris? What was your number one worst movie of 2016? I'm sure it's the same as mine. Yeah, I mean, there was a few that I didn't see, so I could I could always ramble off those, but like what? number one. Go ahead, you can ramble um, off, because if you didn't, oh, like, obviously like you didn't go- see them because you thought they were going to suck. <laughs> Ghostbusters and Pride, Prejudice and Zombies. Okay. <laughs> like, who has time to watch terrible movies? I don't have two and a half hours to sit down and watch some crappy movie. Right. But definitely Batman v Superman. Yes. I went to the movies to see it with an open mind. I I wanted to like it. I almost felt myself forcing myself to like it throughout the movie. And I've never gone to the movies and watched a movie like that and just shaking my head the whole fucking time. Mm-hmm. Just being like, this is fucking terrible. Why did they do that? That, that was stupid. Like, over and over and over. It's just so bad. Wow. I want to watch it again. I want to watch the extended version. I have watched the extended version. And I can tell you this. It does improve it a little bit. Really? Well, a little, but not enough. (laughs) Not enough. Mm. Um, Derek, are you doing dishes? Yeah, what's what's going on? Are you doing dishes? No. I'm sitting on the couch. I just thought I heard like pots and pans. So did I. (laughs) Somebody rummaging through their cabinets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's probably Um, the cats. Unlike you guys, I didn't hate Batman versus Superman. So right, right. I thought it was okay, and I loved Wonder Woman. I love her, and I didn't hate as much as you guys did. So fair enough. Well, my number one worst movie of 2016 is absolutely positively, and mainly because I didn't see a lot of bad movies. I I've heard from friends that Independence Day Resurgence was god awful. Never uh, saw that either. Joey saw it and said it was god-awful. He said it actually gave Batman v Superman a run for its money, so I never wow. bothered. I never bothered to see it. I never saw... I've stood at the red box like 10 times with my finger like almost on the button to rent it, and I never do it. <laughs> yeah. And I never saw Ghostbusters, but I heard that was meh. At, I will never watch that. At best. Me neither. Um, and, yeah, I mean, Batman v Superman was a big pile of steaming mess, trash, shit, whatever you want to call it. It was, as a comic book fan, it made no sense to me. And you know what? I know a lot of our listeners out there, these knotheads out there, like it, and I don't understand why. I wish I did. I want to understand your thought process, because even if you're a fan of Batman or a fan of Superman like I am, 
what themes in that movie were you happy with? Because the whole premise was hot garbage. The fact that they were fighting to begin with made no fucking sense. Like, and it was just terribly executed. The story was, it was like a 10-year-old wrote it. Uh, That's why 10-year-olds like it. Right. The dialogue, the dialogue was substandard. Yeah, that's not, definitely not the Batman Superman I'm a fan of. No, not at all. I mean, I it's, did. It, it's like reading. I've read. I've read Batman Superman comics f- for over thirty years, and it's probably taking like the worst writers you could think of, and just that's that's what that movie reminds me of. I just it was just so poorly executed, and you know that version of Lex Luthor was god awful. Boys, the mm-hmm. worst. They should have called him any other name other than Lex Luthor. That's the uh-huh. only way they could have gotten away with that character being completely, totally unlike any other rendition of Lex Luthor. I love it. The excuse of "well, they were trying something different" doesn't fly with an iconic villain like Lex Luthor. I'm sorry, you don't try something different with that character. Try something different with Jimmy Olsen if you want. Try something different with one of the little supporting characters. You don't try something different with the arch nemesis of arguably one of the greatest superheroes ever written, put on a page. Mm-hmm. So it was it was awful. And I will say that the Ben, Af- ben Affleck Batman moments, like, by themselves, were, were decent. And I'm, I have hopes for the Batman solo film because of that. Well, here I am. But all the other parts, any interactions between Batman and Superman, the fight itself, it was just terrible. And then throwing doomsday in there as like a last resort like how do we kick this up a notch and give them a reason to team up oh let's take doomsday and bastardize him and make him a terrible throwaway character it was just god awful like i could spend Uh an entire podcast dissecting that fucking movie i will say the ultimate edition the extended cut did resolve a few questions that the theatrical cut gave me but it wasn't enough of an improvement to redeem that movie in any way, shape, or form. You're about to launch the Justice League movie, the very first ever Justice League movie, with all of these heroes together on screen for the first time. And what do you do? You kill off the fucking leader of the Justice League. Good. I hope he stays dead. He's not going to, obviously. But you, you're going to start the Justice League movie not having your main member in the fucking Justice League. With with the worst uh, Flash costume ever created. Oh, God. It just makes no sense. Terrible. All right, so that's it. I think we've, we've beaten that drum loud enough. <laughs> Any uh, other uh, worst movies? Or? Yeah, London Has Fallen. I never bothered. I watched uh, it on Netflix. Awful. Uh, Awful. Legend of Tarzan was my number two. Oof. I oh, I didn't that. see. I didn't see that. It was so bad. I see. Really? I've got a good radar for bad movies, and <sighs> and so I don't even bother watching them when I think they. Might well, be. I mean, you know the one reason that I watched that. Yeah, of course, because right. of guys Mar- sure Margot. No, Margot right, Robbie right. was in it. Yeah. Mm. And then my number three was actually X Men. I hated that. You didn't like X Men Apocalypse? No, I fell asleep during it like three times. Well, it was just off. It was so long. It was so boring. There were so many characters. I got to watch that because I usually like, me and Tom usually have the same exact taste in movies. I think me you'll and like Jay it. Money differ a lot. So, Derek, I think you'll like it. Yeah, okay. I'll just watch it. Treat it like a reboot, and I think you'll like it. Yeah. I mean, I liked uh, all the first class ones. Yeah, I think you'll like it. 
And I, I think the only throwaway moment in that whole movie is the Hugh Jackman cameo. That was so unnecessary. They should not have done that. But other than that, as it stands on its own, I think it's a good, it's a good reboot to the X-Men series. How many times do we have to reboot X-Men? <laughs> Until they get it right, I guess. Yeah. I mean, how many times are they going to reboot Spider-Man? This is going to be the third version of Spider-Man when that Yeah, but the out. first X-Men and Spider-Man movie came out, you know, 15, 16 years ago. So it's yeah, I don't I don't time. see a bad idea of rebooting it like that. Yeah, they came out like the same time as Sorority Row. <laughs> I've never heard of that movie. I'm going to have to check that out now. Is it on Netflix? I don't know. I have it on my computer. Right. It's a re- it's a remake of the one from the 80s, Derek. I never heard of the first one. Uh, I have. It's I, just like all the others, right, Tom? Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Is it like Sleepaway Camp? <laughs> uh, it's not that good. Uh, okay. All right. It's, well, no, it's no Sleepaway Camp 2. Right. <laughs> let's, keep the, let's keep the ball rolling here, gentlemen. Sorry. Let's go to category number two, and that would be TV shows. We, uh, we all watch a lot of TV. We're nerds. We watch a lot of TV, mm-hmm. and I want to know what your top three TV shows were. Count them down from three to one for me. Jay Money, what were your top three TV shows of 2016? Well, Tom, unlike you guys, I really don't watch a lot of TV shows. I watch, like, other stuff. <laughs> like what? Food Network, Travel Channel, Wrestling. Oh, uh, yeah. But, uh... This year, I watched the entire season of Westworld and the entire second season of Scream Queens. So those are my only two. Okay. Other than that, what I talked about before, the total nonstop deletion, those are basically a TV show. So I would recommend the final deletion, delete or decay, the great war, then total nonstop deletion. Delete! 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 And Scream Queens season two and Westworld season one. Yep, and that's all I got for TV. All right, fair enough. How about you, Derek Mitris? I mean, this one's kind of tough for me because I, I'm so behind on a lot of stuff too. So don't like yell at me for my list. Um, but my top three, and I'm not even going to put them in order because I, I don't know. I can't figure it out. But I'm going to go with Game of Thrones because I really liked this past season that just mm. finished. Okay, I'm really liking Walking Dead this year, and I almost gave up on it last year. I've said that the last three years, actually, uh, but I, I really like the Negan character a lot. And it's just it's, it's just like, you know, must watch TV with every episode. And then my last one, I've really liked Luke Cage on Netflix. I thought it was awesome. Very different than all the other Marvel uh, TV shows. So honorable mention goes out to Ash versus Evil Dead also. Oh, uh, there you go. Now you mentioned mm-hmm. one that made my top three. Mm-hmm. So my top three are as follows. Ash versus Evil Dead. Season two. <laughs> I know. It sounds crazy, doesn't it? And then it's a, it's t- it gets tough here. Mm-hmm. It gets tough because Luke Cage is kind of a touchy subject for me because I enjoyed it, but I did not like how it ended. I was not... Mm. I didn't feel the ending was satisfying at all. Unlike the previous Netflix shows, mm-hmm. I just felt that the payoff wasn't there for me. And that end battle he had with Diamondback mm-hmm. was... One of the hokiest, stupidest fucking things I've ever seen. Really? You think so? Oh, I know so. And uh. and Diamondback's fucking costume was god awful. Like it was, well, yeah, it was, it was cheesy. Just, it was real cheesy. It was it was very poorly done. And I was, to be honest with you, I was shocked because I ex- it's Netflix. You know, they haven't missed yet. So I expected a hell of a lot more. And that was just, it It started off strong. 
And then after they killed Cottonmouth off, spoiler alert, sorry if you haven't already watched it, but after that happened and Alfre Woodard's character took over as like the main menace, mm. I just didn't like it. I didn't like the way it went. I didn't like the direction of it. I, I don't know. I didn't like her character. I know she's a fantastic actress, but I just, I wasn't a fan of the role and I wasn't a fan of that storyline going that way. Yeah. So for that reason, I can't put Luke Cage in my top three, but I will say Westworld and Game of Thrones are tied for t- number two. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm technically I'm cheating. This is a top four, but oh well. And then my number one show is obviously The Blacklist. That show is so fucking good. I didn't finish watching all of this current season or whatever season we're in. So, but I, I do love that show also. Oh my god, that show is just so consistently good. Mm-hmm. Consistently good. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm not putting Scream Queen Season 2 in my top three because it was not consistently good. There were amazing episodes this season, but overall, it does not make my top three. Or, season 1 was a lot better. Season 1 was amazing. Yeah, I, I felt the beginning of the season, I thought every week was going to be the uh, like freak of the week. Yeah. And then luckily they stopped that. But. Right. But it definitely, it did start out that way, and it yeah. was not, I don't know. And the guy with all the moles, the girl with the hairy face. Yeah, I mean, it just, the the, the, the woman who had the constant orgasms. I mean, yep. they, I mean the it, fact that something like that even made it on network TV still boggles funny. my mind. It's funny. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it's good. But yeah, and I don't like the way Scream Queens ended, so I can't put it in my top three. Although it was, I mean, it's worth watching. You know, if you haven't watched it, you should. I only watched the first couple episodes of season two, but I, I watched all of last season. Yeah, I, I don't it. know. It's just season two just... And maybe it's because I'm used to the Chanel character now, but Chanel mm-hmm. in season one was so shocking, and the shit that came out of her mouth was so fucking hilarious to me. And so by season two, maybe I'm just used to her, her shtick because it just didn't have the same effect for me, and I just I didn't love it as much. Thank you for making that announcement that no one cared about. Yeah, I think it'll become like a minor cult classic yeah maybe like three or four years from now we'll get a movie that would be awesome but i think that's about it for that and then we can find out what happened to chanel in the car yes and who the red devil was and i I think it was uh, ariana grande came back from hell again oh god i love ariana grande in that show yeah i don't love her as a musical artist but i love her i mean she's nice to look at but (laughs) i don't like her music but i heart her I do enjoy her on Scream Queens. She was great in the first season. I'm going out on a limb and saying it was Grace. Grace Beatrice? My daughter? <laughs> no, Grace from season one who was in the Looney Bin assignment, uh, mm-hmm. who was sent to the Looney Bin because the Chanel's drove her crazy, supposedly. Although that makes no sense either because the way season one ended, Grace was fine. She was in the sorority house with Zayday and, and Hester and she seemed fine, so I don't know. Yeah, there were there were a lot of things that didn't sync up with season one with season two. I think I had that was another thing I had a problem with. So that's our tops. Now, what's our worst? And Jay Money, you probably don't have one because you said you don't watch a lot of TV. Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> you don't watch that though. It's all right if he wants to choose Doctor Who as his worst show of 2016. He can. <laughs> that MTV show that Rob the Leprechaun was on. <laughs> <laughs> You don't even know the name of it. Uh, True uh, Life. True Life, I have embarrassing parents. Oh, okay. There you go. You do know the name of it. Only because he said it. Right. You've never seen an episode. I couldn't even tell you what number MTV is. 
<laughs> I stopped watching MTV when they stopped playing music videos, which was a very long time ago. I stopped watching it when my mom called the cable company and told them to take it off our cable. <laughs> so you had to watch VH1? <laughs> was she okay with VH1? Yeah, I had to watch pop-up videos all day long. <laughs> Actually, I watched the first few series of the, or seasons of the original Teen Mom. The one with the girl that made a porno? Yeah. What? Ta- wait, hold on. What's what now? You you just got my attention. I had drifted Jay off. Jay knows all about that. Okay. Well, that's another podcast, I guess. That's a whole other season of a podcast. <laughs> okay, fair enough. How about you, Derek? What's your worst TV show that you watched this year? Orange is the New Black. Oh, really? <laughs> I hate that show. Okay. My girlfriend loves it, and that's her thing. That's fine, but I hate it. And I'm only saying that because it was on a lot because she watched it. So I can't, you know, I don't watch shitty TV shows. I'm not going to waste my time watching 13 to 22 episodes of a show I could give two shits about. But that, that show sucks. Right. Even though it does have Captain Janeway in it, but whatever. Is that a Netflix thing? Yeah. Okay. You know what I just realized? Daredevil Season 2 came out in 2016. It did, and I did not finish watching it, so. What? Yeah, that Westworld and um, Star Wars Rebels. I need to watch. So. Wow. Well, I, I watched. I've watched Rebels all up until the current episodes. I have to that's say, not top, that's not your top three. I didn't even think of it. <laughs> well, there you, you go. You always talk about it. So I, thought, your, I, thought you I watched it on demand. So, there's your third. Uh, there's know. your third. Now you have. A, now yeah, you have three. No, that's fine. TV I, shows are weird to me. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe I left Daredevil season two out of there. Oh man, that might have to bump Ash vs Evil Dead. It'll, it'll probably bump Luke Cage for me once I finish watching it. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna bump Ash vs Evil Dead as much as I love Ash vs Evil Dead season two. It's gonna bump mm-hmm. it. Are you out of your mind? Daredevil season, Is season two. Season two over for Ash? Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, I know they're short seasons. I'll tell you. I there was, was gonna say they're like six or eight episodes. Ten, right? Yeah, ten episodes. But I'll tell you that there was that one episode of Ash vs Evil Dead where he goes to the morgue looking for the Necronomicon. Mm-hmm. And the and the dead corpse attacks him, and <laughs> the fucking intestines pulls his head up in through its asshole. Is uh-huh. that entire fucking episode? I have never laughed out loud, so I actually woke up my house because I <laughs> laughed. I laughed so hard when I watched that fucking episode, and that episode alone made Ash vs Evil Dead season two worth watching. The entire that that made up for the entire season. Thank you, my delicious cookie. Tom, are we gonna great. have to are we gonna have to call in a guest host so we can discuss the whole season of Westworld? I think we might have to. Derek might have to sit out. Okay. No, Derek, we'd never make you sit out. I'll no, I'll watch he, it. I just have to get caught up on it, that's all. all right, we'll get I caught watched up. the first couple episodes. We are definitely gonna review and talk about Westworld. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Jay Money's watching Westworld, I was watching Walking Dead. Fair enough. Oh, Fair enough, yeah. I didn't include Walking Dead in my top oh fuck. How can I, I have I, a top I put it three? I put it in. Maybe I need to make a top five. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry. Tough, the tough thing with Westworld is you have to watch each episode like three times. Mm, yeah, to catch everything. Yeah, you, you have to. Yeah, I watched one of them, and I watched the whole thing, and then I was like, I didn't pay attention to any of that. I got to watch it again. I think, yeah, that's I think, how it is. I think Money just watches it like three times so he can see all the fucking boobs over and over again. I won't deny that. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but that's the I, real that's the real reason you're rewatching. Come on. I really hope some of those girls start doing cons. Oh, I'm sure you do. <laughs> as long as they don't go to Rhode Island con. Why? What's wrong with the Rhode Island con? Rhode Island Comic Con is 
probably the worst convention I've ever seen in my life for getting autographs from anyone. Well, the good news is we will never get press passes from them now. So good job, Derek. Well, not <laughs> not Gil Kim. I walked right up and got her autograph. That's different. I know. And I, I, and, I and I walked up and got Ricky Steamboat's autograph, right. and that was awesome. But, but I'm those, saying like other other people. Those girls could go to like horror cons too. Yeah. You know, I could see that. Yeah. So if you go to Rock and Shock, we can go there. Mm. Terracon. Mm-hmm. Walker Stalker Con, whatever that one's called. Westworld Con. Someone needs to start that. That would be pretty awesome. Everyone cosplays as Western people. Western Western Mass Westworld Con. <laughs> there you go. Start <laughs> we it. Could have it the, we could have it at the Bing, Tom. Why don't you do it? That's a great idea. Bing? Or just in general. Why don't you do Western Mass Westworld Con? I'd go to that. Good. Samurai World Con? Oh, my God. I swear to God. They better fucking show that in season two. Holy shit. That'll be amazing. Is that the sequel to the original movie? Oh, here comes Wicket. What? I'm watching Jedi. He's watching Jedi. Oh, I got you. It's not in the background. All right. Now I understand. (laughs) The the listeners don't. They can't see what you're doing, and neither can I. So you just randomly shout out shit <laughs> well, like he that. He said that before he was watching We Return think We Jedi. think you're fucking drinking again. No, know? I told everyone I was watching Jedi in the background. I know. I got you. I'm he with see, you. He sees he walks when he drinks. <laughs> you can edit it all out if you want, Tom. I no, don't care. No, no, I'll leave it in there. I, as long as he doesn't see Jar Jar Binks when he drinks, then he's got problems. Ugh. Jar Jar Binks uh, pop-up standees? <laughs> hey, at least I didn't pay $800 for a Jar Jar Binks that I never got in the mail. Who runs Yeah, the, that, uh, that is cool. That is a much better character. Oh, Watto is much better character than uh, Jar Jar. Oh, God. Who, who runs the uh, Tom's Watto Twitter page? Oh, man. They There's, just started following us like a half hour ago. There is no Tom's Watto Twitter page. You're a dick. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll send you the screen cap of it right now. Is there really a Tom's Watto Twitter page? Tom's Watto statue at Tom's Watto statue. You're fucking kidding me. They just tweeted us at not podcast one. I found a picture of Tom taking a bath as a kid. It's you inside this like giant pool. What? You gotta be fucking with me. (laughs) This is not real. It's real life. This is not real life. Come on. Are you serious? Yes. I'm searching it right now. Send that to me right now. He also tweeted, not fan. I prefer being called a not head. This is you doing this. No. What are you talking about? Uh, says they're in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> That's not cool. Derek, you just found it? Uh, I'm looking for it right now. What is it, Tom Zawato? Just go on, on our uh, Twitter. Uh, they oh, yeah, they yeah. followed us like 10 minutes ago. Come on. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Somebody's fucking with me. You guys. <laughs> and he said, he goes, he goes. Tom's Watto statue. He goes, what's a this? I now have to listen to two podcasts. Tom, he has, six, he has six followers. I'm a toy Darian. I have no time for this. I, I, I don't know, Tom, because there's none, the people who follow uh, the people who follow Tom's Watto statue. Uh, none of, no one we know. All right. Hold on. So it's at Tom. How do I search this? <laughs> I just. Tom. Tom, I just screen capped it and sent it to you. Hold on. This is not true. <laughs> Virtual Aubrey can get it. That's one of his tweets. Is this Joey? It's got to be Joey. <laughs> got to be. Tom's Watto staff. Hold on. Let me. Wait, dude. He, he's. They've made like a million tweets, too. Yeah, I know. How I long is this? I don't been, think this is Joey. How long has this been going on? Tom, he's got tweets back for, to like June of last summer. What? How have we not known this existed? I, I know. 
Here's a tweet from September. They don't need to push Tom aside. He's not in the closet. He just said he wants to spend the rest of his life with a man. <laughs> come on. This, this isn't real. I can, why can I not find this? How come you guys can find this and I can't? Holy shit. <laughs> Derek, is this real? I'm looking at every like tweet back from like May of last year. Help uh-huh. me help me find it. At what do I type? At what? Tom's T O M S S Watto W A T T O Statue. S That's gotta be Joey because one one of the tweets from May says, Oh, here we go again with the blacklist. Yeah. Oh my god, it is it is there. Yeah. The lady's choice, Joey D. Choice for what? Definitely not the D. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Tom, Tom's Watto statue is pretty funny. Tom, like this person tweets like every day to like March of last year. Look at how all the, the ones hell? from June. How oh my we, god! How have we never known that this existed? Come on, does Joey even know about this? He just fo- he just follow it. He must know it. Tom's Watto statue. Amazing. Glad this Joey guy gets it. Oh, this is the best one, Tom. What do you know? 81 degrees say in Florida is much better being here than in Tom's basement. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's fucking brilliant. I can't even be mad at this. I can't even be mad at it. All right. Wow, this is so, this is fucking amazing. Hold on, all right. So for the not head listeners out there who may have not listened to So Wizard Podcast in the past and don't understand what we're talking about. So on So Wizard Podcast, episode number one hundred, to mark the occasion, I told a very embarrassing story about a Watto statue that I had won on eBay years ago, and I had paid for it. And never received it. And if you want to know the entire story, go download So Wizard Podcast episode 100 and you can hear the whole gory details. But basically, these guys have constantly made fun of me for this for years. And now we have just learned live right now on this podcast that somebody created a Twitter page, Tom's Watto Statue, and it is legit. And the tweets do go back months. Dude. It's Amazing, a, Tom. Wait, hold on. It, it's, it's a better duck and cover. Is is a think of me owner left, and I'm stuck here in the attic. I would have been much happier in Tom's basement right now. Dude, Tom, one of them is from March 17th last year. Here we go again with the blacklist. I'm currently in a box in an attic in Florida, and even though that show probably sucks. What is this? There's a tweet. Some expert he is doesn't even realize the classic Walter Subcheck quote. So obviously they're referring to Mark because they refer to Mark yep. as the expert over there. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Actually, the truth is that Tom bought some Legos, but he bought them on eBay and he's waiting for them to be shipped. Join the club Legos. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> September, tw- September 24th. I wonder if they take Republic credits. Isa could use a shirt with a big cock on it. <laughs> Unless it happened right then, it's not breaking news. It's just news. <laughs> and another one, why does that guy sing along with the opening theme? <laughs> oh, Dude, we need, to, we need to have this guy as a co-host immediately. This is Joey. No, I don't think it is, dude. 
I'm looking at some of the tweets. I don't think it is. I don't know, but you need to share this on our Facebook page so that all of our knotheads can follow this guy because it's pretty fucking hilarious. <laughs> which co-host is lovely and which is talented? <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder about the one, though, not fan. I prefer being called a oh, not head. Holy shit, dude. Wow. Dude, look at this one. Tom's Watto statue. The girl is a missing again. She needed to take some vitamin C. Huh? Maybe I will give her some of vitamin W. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wow. That's oh from May 28th. God. Holy shit. Did we just get off on a tangent? Wow. Oh, I, I respect Tom for staying with the no sound drop rule. Look at that. Hmm. No more sound drops. I like a this new Tom. So it can't be Joey because Joey always he he was mad when I took the sound drops away. The guy just mm-hmm. read. The guy just tweeted something right now. No, he did not. I'm glad you got rid of that dead weight. Come live in Florida with me, where we scam people on eBay. <laughs> that, was, that was less than an hour ago, Tom. What the fuck, dude? Dude, I'm dying over here. He, well, he tweeted at So Wizard. I'm glad you got rid of that dead weight. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to love it and retweet it because that's funny. Who is this? I don't know. So, but... so Wizard replied to that and said, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what they reply to? We got a stalker. Dude, this is weird, Tom. Somebody has way too much time on their hands. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. I mean, they follow us. And Tom. Oh, good. I'm following them back. I think the guy who listed me on eBay does shadier deals than me. (laughs) 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 All right. We've spent enough time on this. Let's let's continue with our best of worst of. (laughs) I'm so distracted now by this. I have to put down my iPad and not look at it. How did you find that, Jay? He followed us. Oh, okay. He followed the Not Podcast One, yeah, so I got he, the little he, notification. He actually tweeted wow. at Not Podcast One in one of his tweets. Yeah, the he, one about Tom's. Uh, when he shows me yeah. in the bathtub, which is a picture of Francis from Pee Wee's Big Adventure in the pool bathtub in his house playing with his sailboat. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty fucking funny, Watto statue. I gotta, I gotta tip my cap to you. I am now following you, and I will retweet you if you say funny things. Oh, he has seven followers. <laughs> After this episode airs, he's going to have a lot of fucking followers, I imagine. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. All right, well, let's get back on track here. Uh, where do we leave off? We did TV shows. Now we're going to do toys and collectibles. What, you guys. Oh, yeah. Now, you guys, I really only collect Mini Mates and Legos. I'm pretty limited to what I collect, but you guys collect crazy toys. So I'm really just Star Wars now, Tom. Right, but you must have... Some awesome toys that you bought in 2016 you can tell us about. Basically, six-inch Star Wars Black Series is all my jam now. Any particular figures that uh, are your Death favorites? Death Trooper and uh, K2SO. Right Those on. are definitely two of my favorites. Cool. How about you, D-Rock, Derek Mitris? Uh, where do I where do I begin here? All right, so my top got to do a remote uh, broadcast from the loft. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, that's where I lost connection last week. I would say... My top three. Oh, Joey just uh, replied. He said it's pretty clearly Tom, because I, I said, "Is that you?" And he goes, "No." I swear on my children, that is not me. No, I know it's not you because you. There's no. You, there's so many tweets throughout the day. You don't do that. I I didn't even know this existed until now, and this guy's been tweeting since last May. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Well, anyway, so go ahead, Derek. Sorry. All right. So uh, my top three toys for the whole year, I'm going to say um, Marvel Legends, Mini Mates, and um, shout out to Boss Fight Studios who make the uh, the uh, hack figures, the 300 uh, Greek army style uh, military G.I. Joe style figures. Yeah, those things are um, wicked, wicked articulated. Yeah, they're awesome. The people who work on those, I've met most of them before. Uh, they're in like a local G.I. Joe club that I am uh, belong to. And a lot of those guys used to work for Hasbro over the last 10, 15 years in Did, the and design a few of department. Them, I was going to say a few of them designed some of the G.I. Joe club figures. Yep, they did. GI, they worked on GI Joe. They worked on Marvel Universe. They worked on Star Wars. Yeah, so those, those guys are awesome, and they um, they just got the rights to make Bucky O'Hare toys. Come on. Yep, and th- next year they have uh, Dungeons and Dragons style figures coming out, which are just like the you know the three hundred style figures, which look amazing, like that style figure, uh, same scale, you know, GI Joe uh, size. But yeah, I'm, I'm psyched for those. I, I've been. It's awesome, awesome uh, line. If you can get your hands on any of them, you can get them through their website on uh, Boss Fight Studios. For Mini Mates, this year was awesome for Mini Mates. We got Aliens, Mini Mates, Predator Mini Mates, uh, new giant size X Men Mini Mates, and a lot of other cool exclusives that you never saw before, like Man Thing, Nighthawk, Howard the Duck Mini Mates. That was awesome. Yeah. And so, Spider um, Spider Gwen. Good year for. Yeah, yeah, good year for um, for Mini Mates. And then Marvel Legends was like full out crazy this year with all the cool figures that came out. Like some of my favorites for that line was um, the Enchantress, uh, like 80s Enchantress from the Doctor Strange wave, um, the 90s Punisher, which was a Walgreens exclusive, and um, Spider-Man UK from uh, Spider-Verse that just came out recently. They did some really cool Build-A-Figures in those series, too. Yes, yes. And next year's going to be awesome for Marvel Legends. They got an 80s Dazzler coming out, a new Jackal figure coming out. You mean this year? It's 2017. Yeah, 2017. Sorry. It's going to take a while to to get used to that. Yeah, I know. He'll be doing that for a while. And uh, Sunfire and Vance Astro. I I can't wait to get my hands on those. It's awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. And a quiet shout out to uh, Transformers Titan Returns, which I thought was an awesome line this year with a lot of um, a lot of old uh, Generation Two uh, reissues, which they hadn't really done in quite some time. So I, I really enjoyed uh, grabbing some of those. No love for those new Masters of the Universe figures, huh? They're not in my hands yet. Right? How about the Thundercat figures you got? That's just one Wily Kit and Wily Cat. They're pretty awesome, I, though. Yeah, no, it is. But I mean, as a whole, like, uh, uh, like for a whole line for the year, that just started, and yeah, nah, right. not yet. Maybe next year. Fair enough. Maybe next year. All right. Well, my top three are all going to be minifigures because that's pretty much all I collect at this point. But I got to give some love to Lego because Lego is awesome. And yes, I know they're expensive. Yes, I know they're not super posable, but man, are they fun. They're just so cool. And mm-hmm. the Civil War Lego line where they made a fucking giant man Lego figure is amazing. And, I never got that one. Oh, it's so good. That's such a great set. It's the airport. It's a, it's mm-hmm. the recrea- recreation of the airport scene. It's awesome. And then I got to give some love to the Ultimate Spider-Man line, the Marvel Ultimate Spider-Man Legos that they came out with. They released a bridge fight scene, which came with, it was just fucking awesome. You you got uh, Scorpion, you got Kraven, and you got Green Goblin in the same set with an Aunt May figure, Scarlet Spider, Spider-Man, and uh, Spider-Woman. 
Just fucking awesome set, awesome minifigures, really well done. Which Spider Woman? Uh, the all red costume one um, with the like long... new Spider Woman. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, wait. There was a Spider Woman. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, so that was a great set. So I got to give some love to that. And then number three are the Mini Mate line. I have to echo Derek on that. The Mini Mates are amazing, and they every just year. They, every year they come out with more obscure characters and cooler accessories and more accessories and like alternate heads and just all kinds of cool little things and oh they're just awesome i love it Mm -hmm. i love little men what can i tell you Uh, no no gay jokes there guys i i queued it up for you i teed it up sorry i had to mute i was coughing oh okay i was reading more tom's Watto statues uh tweets i sent the guy a direct message i said who is this (laughs) he's not going to tell you who he is i know which is a I, w- shame. I wish you could see like where he sent it from. Oh, it says Florida. Well, no, but you know how like on Facebook, wherever you w- really are, it'll say where you are. Mm-hmm. I'm just amazed that whoever is doing this didn't like make himself known before now. I mean, he's been tweeting nonstop for the past eight months, <laughs> and this is the first we've dis- the first time we've discovered him. Yeah, because he followed us. Mm-hmm. Weird. That's just a long time to be tweeting about. So Wizard Podcast in jokes to six followers. <laughs> he goes, he, he, these guys are probably better at plumbing than podcasting. <laughs> well, that goes without saying. <laughs> okay, there's a bunch of TV stations he follows. I saw they're, that. They're from Florida. So he's either doing his homework and purposely following the Florida TV stations, mm-hmm. which he might be. Well, either way, it's pretty it's pretty bloody clever, I have to say. But it, honestly, it's Joey should make the So Wizard listeners aware of this person, too, because they would probably get a real kick. They would get most of his jokes. The problem is, unless you listen to So Wizard on the regular, you're not going to get half those references. Or if they know right. you, yeah. Right. It says, Tom, Tom is a overreacting. Move to an entire planet covered by sand, and perhaps you will grow some thicker skin. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Jesus. Well, on that note, since since he brought it up, I will say that I have made my peace with Joey DiCarlo. Good. We are no longer at war. Well, not that we were really at war to begin with, but... You, know, you were I, just feuding. We were feuding, but, you know, when I dropped episode 2.5 last week, I said some harsh things on there. It was... Uh, I got pretty angry. I, I, after re-listening to that, I was pretty mad. Joey and I have buried the hatchet. Actually, that, I will say that's the one good thing to come out of Carrie Fisher's passing was Joey and I reconnecting, because after it happened, I reached out to him and I said, hey, you know, all of our bullshit aside... I just wanted to let you know that, you know, her dying today made me remember about the time you and I were in Toronto and we met her and, you know, he hit me back and said, there's no bullshit between us. We were friends who had a huge argument. Life's too short and I'm sorry for being an asshole. So he has officially apologized to me and I accept his apology and all is right in the world. And I'm glad because to be honest, he's a dick, but he's my dick and I I miss talking to him. So. The feud is over, ladies and gentlemen. I know Derek's disappointed because he wanted it to last for months and years, but... Oh, I don't care. <laughs> I'm, I'm just disappointed that we're not talking about the worst uh, action figures of the year because I got three in my hand. Oh, all right. Well, let's talk about that. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You've got to tweet <laughs> okay. a picture of them. Well, I don't <clears throat> I don't have them in my hand. I'm just saying like, I have it written down. Top three at worst action figures 2016. Jay Money will probably agree with me on most of this shit. 
Number one, any of those reaction figures made by Funko? Oh, man, are those badly made? Anything I, made by Funko. Well, let's not go crazy, but we want to, you know, gain new listeners. Okay. And everyone and their mom collects those, so. You're true. Those are awful. Uh, number, two, um, number two, any toy regarding Five Nights at Freddy's? Yeah, what's up with that? I don't even know what that is. It's a video game. It's like game. a point-and-click computer or cell phone game. Yeah. And really? I, I hate it. Yeah, it's awful. I, I hate know. it so much. It makes no sense. I just don't get yeah. it. Yeah. I'm yep. sure it makes sense to somebody out there, but it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. It might make sense to Tom's Watto statue. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, he might be into that. He probably likes Five Nights at Freddy's. That's probably what he does down there in Florida while well, he's... Mm-hmm. Taunting We'd have to uh, have like S Dog's son on as a guest host to explain that to us. Five Nights yep. at Freddy's, yeah. He probably knows all about that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Maybe Bill's sister knows about it. Oh, oh boy. Jesus oh, it's Christ. getting shady in here. I'm throwing some shade around. <laughs> yeah, it's too late. We've gone too long to tell the story. Uh, next week then. Yeah, oh, I got it all written down. Trust me. Okay, cool. So, sorry, Derek, what was the third awful? Oh, part? sorry. Uh, last one, uh, Jay Money will probably agree with me on this one, is WWE Ninja Turtle figures. Oh, oh God. you got to put pictures of those up on the Not Nerdy page. You want me to put a picture of Donatello dressed up as The Undertaker? Oh, please do. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll find them. What kind of idea was that? Why? Who, who <laughs> thought of that? Who thought that was a good idea? Oh, like, I'm God, a fan dude. of mashups, but that is ridiculous. Kevin Eastman was really drunk one night, walked into a bar, Triple H was there. <laughs> the rest is history. Yep. Oh, yay. That's just not, that, that, that goes at the top of the list of not good ideas in 2016. Yep. 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 Well, hey, all the toy hunting that I do, you know I'm going to see shitty toys all over the place. That's for sure. Those are even worse than the WWE Zombies figures. Y- yeah, I, I wouldn't, yep, I would. Definitely say worse than those. Yeah, those are pretty bad. Yep. I haven't seen those. They actually have WWE zombies? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, that just sounds like a dumb idea. Yeah. What, are they trying to cash in on the Walking Dead fame or something? Trying to cash oh, in on zombies. Call of Duty zombies. All right. So that that's pretty much it. Money, did you have any worst toys you wanted to offer up? No. All right. Then I guess that's our best of worst of list for 2016 pretty exciting stuff how about some recommendations from you guys before we close it out this week you got anything you want to recommend to the knotheads out there i sure do go ahead money the uh rogue one dlc for star wars battlefront uh came out it's a scarif so you get to play as uh jin get to play as krennic and it's uh it's pretty awesome oh nice that's the planet scarif where they had the imperial base which had the death star plans yeah it's the only thing like video game related that you can play for Rogue One, so nice. Well, it's for not now. like the uh, PS2 game, the PS2 days on the you know the prequels when there was like ten games for everything, you know. Right. You get very little uh, Star Wars video gaming these days. I think you'll get some Rogue One content soon. That the popular, I don't think they were expecting it to be as huge and popular as it has been. Right. There was no Force Awakens stuff for Battlefront. Really? Nope. There was uh, there was the Lego game, but that was it. Hmm. Are they making a Rogue One Lego video game? They haven't said anything yet, so I, I don't think so. So probably not, because the Force Awakens one came out right away, right? You know what they'll probably do? No, is no, it... the Force Awakens one didn't come out till this summer. Uh, oh, really? So, yeah. Oh, 
I'm going to guess that the next Star Wars Lego game they make, they'll have Rogue One characters in there. Well, they have DLC for the Force Awakens one, so maybe they haven't announced the last one yet. So that could be a Rogue One level. And DLC is downloadable content for those of you out there not familiar with gamer speak. Yep, like extra map packs. Mm -hmm. So they may do one for Rogue One for the Force Awakens Lego game. There you go. That would be cool. It'd be cool to have a K2SO Lego figure to fight with. Pretty awesome. So that's my recommendation. All right. How about you, D-Rock? What do you got to recommend to the knotheads out there? My recommendation for this coming week is for um, all the guys out there to watch a Carrie Fisher movie other than a Star Wars movie. You know, something that they haven't seen before. Hmm. Would postcards from the edge count because she <coughs> technically wrote and produced that movie? Yeah, yeah, or just some, you know, Even something she's with not her in, in it. it. You know, not in a Princess Leia, you know, character. That's all. What are you going to watch that's not a Princess Leia related Carrie Fisher movie? I'll probably watch Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. That doesn't count. Why not? Because it's a two minute long cameo. It's she's still in the movie, and she's not dressed up as Princess Leia. True. All right, maybe fanboys. <laughs> awesome. Well, I am going to recommend that everybody check out all of Not Another Nerdy Podcast's social media stuff. It's real simple. All you have to remember is Not Podcast and the number one. Not Podcast One. It's universal. All of our social media is tagged with Not Podcast One. So for Twitter, it's at Not Podcast One. Instagram at Not Podcast One. And then, of course, Facebook and Snapchat and all that, it's not Podcast One. So real simple, real easy to remember. Make sure you check out Instagram on Thursdays because every week that's my days off. That's why I'll be posting tons of pics and uh, videos of me pressing buttons on Transformers. New toy hunting. Mm -hmm. Well, we'll look forward to that new content. So that'll be cool. And also I want to recommend the Walking Dead Telltale game. It's uh, technically season three, the continuing story of Clementine. So That came out? Yes, it did. Okay. I played the first. It's uh, episode one and two came out together. I've only played the first episode so far, but um, what do you play it on? On my iPad. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can download it through iPad. It's available on iTunes, but it's pretty awesome. So check that out. And if you're a fan of the original Walking Dead season one and season two Telltale game, you obviously want to get this game. And if you haven't played those games yet, then definitely. I, I think they're real cheap now. You can get them pretty cheap. Download those first. Play through those two seasons first. And then get season three, the new version. Actually, I never finished season one. Just like <laughs> just like a bunch of other TV shows. Oh, it's so good. You got to you gotta get into that. It's so good. It's called The Walking Dead, A New Frontier. That is the new Walking Dead Telltale game. So check that out. That's my recommendation to all of you. My first recommendation of 2017 and Happy New Year to all of you. Happy New Year to you, too, as well. So it's not going to be Five Nights at Freddy's? No, do not play Five Nights at Freddy's. Play the Walking Dead Telltale game. <laughs> That's awful. Jay Money, can I recommend Harley Davidson Pinball Machine? Please do. I looked all over the place for a picture of that thing. I could not find one. Yeah, I was hoping uh, you'd post that on the page because you refer to it in that episode. I know. No one knows what he, you're talking about. There was a line can't find one? I looked all over the place. I'll look some more. Wow. All right. But cool. there was this, remember that little part at the bottom where you just keep tilting it? Because the outlaw took the tilt out of the machine. Yeah. And then on that machine, uh, Tom, we used to have post-it notes of oh, our scores. high scores on the, on the front of the machine. Awesome. 
There was no leaderboard back then. Nope. That was a leaderboard. Bunch of post-it notes. Yep. All right, boys. Well, let's wrap things up, shall we? On behalf of my magical co-host, Mr. D-Rock Derek Mitris. Oh, Carrie Fisher, you are one with the force, and the force is with you now. That's right. And, of course, the man who brings the money, Mr. J Money. R.I.P. Carrie Fisher, you will always be Princess Leia. My name is Tom Van Zant. This has been episode number three of Not Another Nerdy Podcast. Thanks for checking us out. Happy New Year to you all. And we'll talk to you again next week. Until then, bye-bye. We gotta figure out who this fucking Watto statue Twitter guy is. It's driving me nuts. I think Joey's, it's Joey. It could be. No, Joe. No, Joey. Just he said it's it's clearly Tom. I said no, it's not. And he goes, if if it's not Tom, then someone has way too much time in their hands and also has no idea how to use Twitter since they are talking about both of our podcasts and never tagged either of us. <laughs> and I said, yeah, dude, that's that's why that's we didn't point. know about it until tonight. Right. That's Maybe the it's point. Bill's sister. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you get your delusions, laser brain.